Bitcoin has spiked over $40,000 once again. Who saw that coming? Tim Draper says everyone will accept Bitcoin by 2022 and the price will hit 250000 He sees it coming. And Bitcoin goes up after Elon Musk tweets that Tesla would accept Bitcoin again under certain conditions. We all saw that flip-flop coming. Also coming your way is the rest of the crypto and blockchain news from around the world delivered with a sense of humor and some commentary just to make the show unlistenable to those with sensitive ears. Welcome to our bad news episode number 524 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, Who's bad? Welcome to the Bad Crypto Podcast. I'm Joel, that's Travis, and we've been reading your mail. Yeah, we know. You guys don't like us being us. You think that some of you think that we should change and not be so bantery and saying things about stuff that's important. So we want to apologize for all the words we've said, and if anybody's feelings were hurt. What? Suck it! <laughs> yeah, we don't care. I mean, it's not that we don't care. It's just that we don't care. We're going to be us. Look, you go do you. We're going to do us. This is the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto serious, the crypto curious, and those with a sense of humor. Crypto Furious. Gonna... Matter of fact, <laughs> Crypto Furious messaged me on LinkedIn. Was he mad? He wasn't mad at all, but he says he might be calling in again sometime. Oh, that would be great. Crypto Furious, please call us. And anybody, in fact, is welcome to call us. Here's the Bad Crypto Hotline that is open 24-7, 365, and 366 during leap years. The number is 708-885-9030. Once again, write it down this time, 708-885-9030. Call us. Uh, ask questions, leave reviews, leave commentary, uh, whatever. Just it's it's there. It's like you know, it's a Google Voice. It's free. Yeah, and we like them. We have not had a call in a while, so quit slacking, slackers. Sla- you slackers, slackers with your snackers. Speaking of someone who's not a slacker, there's some people doing some serious, amazing things. Animoca, they are working to revolutionize the gaming industry with huge hits. They got F1 Delta Time. They acquired Quid sandbox i mean how huge is that they also have like crazy defense heroes and a few other things lots of other stuff in the works if you're a gamer or just interested in knowing what animoca brands is all about go check them out at animocabrands.com bum bum and with that let's jump into this week's news Timestamp is June the 16th, 2021, 4.13 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. The crypto market cap's $1.654 trillion. Bitcoin, 38687 Ethereum, 2415 Tether, 995 Binance, $350. Cardano, $1.51. Dogecoin, $0.31. XRP, $0.84. USD coin, $0.999. Polkadot's $23. And Uniswap is the number 10 coin at this very present moment, but it is an ever-changing world in crypto, currently $22.27. Everything at at the time of this recording is looking reddish. It's, it's, It's a reddish hue. It is a reddish hue, but over the last 
seven days, Bitcoin's popped up 15%, which is always nice to see. And then if we're actually a couple other ones popped up as well, Chili's popped up 42% because everybody loves those baby back ribs. Uh, Shiba Inu up 18%, Waves up 17%. And there's a couple other ones up near the top that, that, raised, that, that really popped out. Quant, 67%, and Amp, 105%. Those are all top 100 coins. So good stuff. It looks like, you know what? I mean, seeing Bitcoin pop up all the way over 40 to 41,000, like to me, there's some good stuff in the news that we're going to be talking about that 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 shows that there's some some bullish uh, potential that might be around the corner. And when we look at the last seven days, there's only a few in the top 100 that are down, you know, more than 10%. Most of them, it's it's been kind of a sideways week for a lot of the crypto. So let's look at the Bitcoin news. The lead story for tonight is Elon Musk flip-flops and has way too much influence over people. I, I just don't imagine, like, who are you that buys or sells based on an Elon Musk tweet about Bitcoin, you know, being carbon friendly. I just, I don't get it. I don't know what you're talking about, Joel. I sit here and watch all of the Elon Musk tweets. I mean, I got him. I got, I subscribed. I've got the bell. I got him coming to my, my SMS. So whenever he tweets, it immediately signals to me that I need to go buy or sell Bitcoin, Joel, or Dogecoin. Well, now we know who it is. It's uh, Sir Lord Travis Wright's alter ego, Sir Lord Travis Wright. That is the one who does that. <laughs> I don't that. know what that was, actually. That was. Just I funny. don't know what that was either, but it was funny. So he tweeted on Sunday that Tesla would start accepting Bitcoin again once at least half of it can be mined using clean energy. Uh, you know, th this is all so hypocritical because yeah. Tesla, come on. It is because now with with um, El Salvador mining Bitcoin in volcanoes, so now all we need is just half the Bitcoin mining to go into volcanoes, and then we're good. That that just seems to me like, like, you know, like some Neanderthal money or something. Like, oog, we're a volcano. Let's make money. <laughs> it's like it's just so crazy to me how they're going to use a volcano because the volcano makes the water hot then the steam they're going to use that steam to you know power the mining in, in el salvador so that's clean except if the volcano explodes and then there's ash everywhere so is that clean i don't know so but I, i'm thinking like what does it what is the effect on the environment to make these cars that's my question right i think that creating a tesla has a more negative impact on the environment than mining Bitcoin does. Well, Am I wrong? The, paper, the paper dollar has a big impact on the environment. I mean, it's like two or three times more power, it uses more power than Bitcoin does. And then once they print a whole lot of it, then they use a lot of that to make all these war machines and then they go bomb people. So I don't know if that's good for the environment where they're being bombed. Like if you're like, oh my God, they're coming to bomb me. This is not good for my environment. I don't know. I just, he's not an expert. He's brilliant. And I think he's going to go down in history as a pioneer. The stuff he's doing is super cool. But he, when he's talking about this, this is all showboating. It's all gaslighting. There's no real purpose to it. And people buying and selling on it are just playing along with the game. Uh, the story here on Crypto Potato, our new favorite. Um, Can I say site. one thing to Elon Musk, though? Sure. Tell him. 
how about you make these fucking cars and you make your space rockets and you shut up about crypto and just <laughs> let it go, bro. Just let it go. This message to Elon Musk brought to you by Travis Wright of the Bad Crypto. Eat Podcast. a bag of dicks. <laughs> Bitcoin did spike. It did go up uh, to its 26 day average, I suppose, above 41,000. And uh, there's been a lot of retracing and stalling in some of the altcoins. And um, I don't know what's going to happen next. I know we've seen Bitcoin go as low as about 31,000. And it was at about 35 or 36 when Elon tweeted, sending it up to 49. We've seen it hit 41, 375. Are the bulls in charge? Are the bears in charge? I am going to stand by the same thing I've been saying for um, ever since we came off the high of 64,000 is that this bull run is just starting. That's what I believe. This is not financial advice, just my own personal belief. Yeah, I put out a tweet uh, yesterday from a meme that I found, which was pretty accurate. So in April, $40,000, it has that guy, he, the black dude, and he's all smiling. He's like, yeah. And then it's like May. Oh, it was, it was April 14th. And it was like Bitcoin forty thousand, yeah. May fourteenth, Bitcoin forty thousand. Oh, June fourteenth, Bitcoin forty thousand. Yeah, it's like here it is, man. It says forty thousand. Like, is this the is this the place where it's chilling? But you know, it's just kind of going back and forth at forty thousand, up a little thirty thousand, forty thousand. Is this mm -hmm. how long are we going to be hanging out in this little capitulation area? And we're going to have some breakouts breaking out above 40,000. That was a good sign because I know that a lot of those chart folks were saying that 37.5 is the number we want to try to stay over. So I, I did the math and 41,000 is higher than 37. You know, if it kind of rests there around 40K, it's just a matter of time before the next news comes. We know that development is happening everywhere and it's really just a matter of time before something comes out that is big news that it's probably going to move Bitcoin forward. Here's another piece of news that would indicate that as well. Keep your eyes on the whales. Over the last 25 days, according to Crypto Potato, whales purchased 90,000 Bitcoin, meaning they own almost 50% of all of the Bitcoin that is in circulation now. Oh my, that's a lot. So the whales control the Bitcoins. Like, look at that. And so now you start seeing bigger, you know, you see like uh, Michael Saylor coming in with micro strategies and buying more Bitcoin and the, you know, Elon Musk bought a lot of Bitcoin. Now that right there is a really, really interesting thing. Now, we've heard some, what was it? Uh, we had the Blue Wizard come on and he was talking about there's going to be a time where the price goes and they all come in and buy it and now you've lost all your Bitcoins. Whales own almost 50% of the Bitcoins. That's something I need to sit and think about that because like, what is the implications? They got well, all the money. It's, it's a lot of control. And it looks like according to this article and the data that comes from Santiment, not Santa Claus, Santiment, um, they track behavioral analysis. In order to be a whale, you have to own at least 100 Bitcoin. So the chart here shows Bitcoin holders with 100 to 10,000 coins. I mean, if 100 is a whale, then 10,000 Bitcoin is like a mega super ultra whale, right? With like multiple humps. Like it's right. like, I got my humpty humps. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's, 
I haven't fully I haven't fully processed this thinking that 50% of the folks at any time like if the whales all decided to coordinate right and just do the same thing at the same time then uh, that could be a, a really they could really they're able to move the market whenever they want but that's just something to me that just says whoa would you like a moment to process I'll process Every, the whole everybody we're going to give Travis just a moment here and go. Okay. Wow, I, think, I think he just shorted out. So. Uh, one person who's been extremely consistent about Bitcoin is our friend Tim Draper. And once again, he has stuck with this prediction that by the end of 2022, Bitcoin's value would reach a quarter of a million dollars and that it would be the core of all financial activities for the next 20 to 30 years. Mm. So what you, you need to go ahead and get your crypto processing payment solution set up folks, because by the end of 2022, everybody will be accepting crypto. And he's been saying this, like he said, 250,000 as the number for a very long time. And uh, again, you know, there's only 21 million of these things and, Whales own over 10 million of them. And uh, so that tells me, and then some of them are lost. And so the little guys, like maybe you got a, maybe you're lucky enough to have a Bitcoin, Bitcoin and a half, five Bitcoin, a half a Bitcoin, 0.1 Bitcoin. I think they said that uh, in the future, if you had 0.01 Bitcoin, like you're going to be rich, you know, depending on uh, how far in the future. I don't know. You'll be a micro whale. Micro whale. Yeah. Maybe yeah. just, you know, Stack some sats. I'm not going to tell you what to do, but you're listening to a crypto show. You might want to have some crypto. Little bitty baby whale. So I guess Tim also said this. Bitcoin will be the currency of choice. Bitcoin is not as easy to move around, but eventually it will be. Then you will have a choice. You will say, hey, do I want to pay the banks 2.5% to 4% every time I swipe my credit card? Or do I want a currency that's frictionless, open, transparent, global, and not tied to any political force? Uh, do you want to take a moment to process that and think about your answer, Travis? No, I want to take a moment to just imagine myself opening up, you know, opening up my block folio. And I go, oh, my God. Oh, I'm Tim Draper. <laughs> wow. XRP, Ripple, is still in the news because the SEC is still uh, investigating everything about them. And apparently they want two more months to prepare internal documents on Bitcoin, Ethereum, and XRP to determine what that these are what 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 do, what do they want as far as Bitcoin and Ethereum are concerned? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know with with Ripple they were you know trying to say that it was a unregistered security, but I don't know what they're looking at as far as Bitcoin is concerned. We need two more months for our government overreach. Speaking of government overreach, the IRS is targeting illicit Bitcoin trading on Telegram. Uh, they say that these secretive Telegram chats are one way to move dirty digital money. The IRS is now paying close attention, according to Special Agent Chris Janajuskowskis. I can't even say his name, but he's in the IRS, so we don't like him. But I would say this is that that's got to be hard because Telegram is mostly encrypted, right? It's not. It's uh, it, it, it that's what it is. It says secretive chats, the privacy preserving chat app, that end to end encryption. Yeah. 
So how, but here's the thing, man, they did a search on this and they did the numbers and it's like the percentage of illicit activity using crypto was like less than 2%. Like it's such a small amount at this point. Back in the day, it was a whole lot more. You know, when they maybe should have been doing this shit back whenever they had, back when Silk Road was around and like there was a lots of like, like people were sending Bitcoin to like go get somebody like hire a hitman like that's that, I mean, I, there's no place. There's no peer to peer exchange for that today. And that's good because that's crazy. But um, yeah, there you go. It's just that, you know, the regular people are not criminals and they say they're going after criminals. But the people that end up being targeted most often are just regular people that are just trying to mind their own business. And for some reason, uh, we have opted for a society that wants them all up in our business. Because you, you guys realize this stops whenever we stop it, right? As a people, when when we stop electing people that are concerned with controlling us, it, it ends. But everybody wants their hand out. Everybody wants to have their hand in the till. And the way you do that is by working the system. And so, uh, you know, we get what we uh, what we ask for. And this is what we get. Well, here's the inconvenient truth. Most people don't realize this, but when the bankers took over the printing of money in 1913 with the Federal Reserve Bank that's ran by a trustee of very wealthy banking families, which is not a conspiracy. If you're listening to this show, you should know that that's the case. So what happens when you print the money and then they created the IRS to tax the people and then whenever the tax money is paid, that money doesn't go to the government. That money goes to the trustees of the Federal Reserve Bank to pay off the debts or the, and the loans from the money that's been lended out. So what happens to these banking families that have all this money? Well, they go out and buy media companies. They go out and buy these. They, they pay a shit ton of money to sit on the board of a whole bunch of different companies. There's an international web uh, that ties back to 1913 when these international bankers got in, got into control. And they've been doing it now for 108 years. And you see it now. They got all the money. They got more money than they need. They got more money than God because they print it all the time. And trillions of dollars. And what? They pay off politicians. They can pay off anybody who's in any of the three letter agencies i mean if you think about it and you really dive in you go wow that's a really actually a really valid point i'm glad you talk about things that aren't just crypto you guys because there's some implications to some of this shit and that's why we're living in a shit storm right now and uh, it's all because of these wealthy bankers that control it took thousand years to wrestle away power away from the king and the church two thousand years or whatever or however long i just about 1700 years from from the from the from Rome and then all the all the different um, you know the, the church was there the Catholic Church and all the different royal families across the lands and then in the 1700s Mayor Amschel Rothschild was working was a goldsmith working with the King of France and basically embezzled nearly three million dollars worth of gold that was to be paid off to the soldiers of the French army and he basically took that money and set up five banks through, across Europe. And that was when things started going crazy. That's when the power got taken away from the king and the church, and they went to the goldsmiths. And now the goldsmiths can have been printing out money out of thin air for 108 years, and we're in a situation where they all need to go. And this commentary brought to you by Zerlord Travis Wright. 
There you go. That was not Zerlor. That was Travis speaking. Speaking of, of speaking of need to go, Maxine Waters is in the news. Apparently, there is a congressional working group on crypto. There was an announcement she made during a hearing on the central bank digital currencies. And so I feel good knowing that, you know, one of the most corrupt representatives in the House of Representatives is forming a working group focused on cryptocurrencies. That should make you all feel really good. File under, how do these bozos get reelected? Very easy. These uh, voting machines. And uh, you notice, the, the, like these assholes, they never get voted out. <laughs> like, you know, they, they never get voted out. How is that? I don't know. You're a conspiracy theorist, Travis. I tell you what. How you dare know, you think for yourself and, and ask real questions? Dude, that that what, just reeks of conspiracy. You know what? That's true. I'm a critical thinker, and so I think about things, and I have theories about stuff. Most people don't. Most people just go, okay, CNBC, NBC, CNN, tell me this. Okay. And then they say, Alex Jones is bad. That, look, whatever you think of the guy, good, bad, or indifferent, I don't know. But, you know, they we were right about this. And many people said they're going to come after him first. And they did. And they deplatformed him. And then they start coming after others. And they start picking them off one at a time and silencing them. So there is one narrative. I looked at Twitter just a moment. I'm not going to talk about what's trending here publicly on the show. But it is so obvious that they are pushing a single narrative that they want everybody to buy into because they're eliminating voices to the contrary and pushing this narrative. Mm -hmm. But that's just a big conspiracy. There's no way that's happening. It is. I was actually watching a, uh, actually posted a video. Actually, I think my, my Facebook is suspended right now. I posted a, uh, I posted a video last night from the inventor of the MRNA vaccine technology. And he was talking about how, you know, the the, um, the CDC and the uh, they, they know about this, that the spike proteins of the mRNA vaccine technology can create what's called a cytokine storm in people who are getting these vaccines. And, and it's and it's going to be a long play, maybe 18 to 24 months. But the, the check that out. Cytokine storm, C-Y-T-O-K-I-N-E storm. And basically what happens is your immune system starts attacking itself. And that's the and this, the guy who created the inventor of the mRNA vaccine technology said this. And I posted this on Facebook and now my Facebook is uh, not there. But such is life. You can't talk about certain things. One of the things he actually said was they eliminate folks. They censor folks. That way those signals are not out there. That way people can't stumble upon them and go, oh, wow, that's an interesting perspective. And then come to a new realization or their own conclusion. They want to eliminate anybody who's saying anything against that mainstream narrative that they're presenting. You're just a conspiracy, a conspiracy theorist. theorist. Yeah, you're just a conspiracy theorist. I think it's time to take off that tinfoil hat. Actually, it's a KC hat, but it's made of tinfoil. Actually, I saw there's a company that makes ball caps that are, that are like tinfoil hats, but they're not tinfoil, but they protect you from 5G. Oh, that's... <laughs> and you can get some 5G protecting underwears as well. Oh, that's good. Hey, you got to protect the boys, you know. Sure. I mean, I think that's important.
Well, last week we talked about El Salvador being the first country to say that Bitcoin will be legit currency that people have to accept at their stores. And now they're saying Bitcoin adoption is going to get help from the Central American Development Bank. The uh, Central American Bank for Economic Integration is going to assist El Salvador with technical support. What is that, like the phone line they're going to create? <laughs> Amen. What do you need? Bitcoin support or something? Yeah, I lost my private keys. I can't locate them. Can you help me find my Bitcoin? I would say this. There's now, now since the president of El Salvador has mentioned that they're opening up to Bitcoin and everybody's going to be mandated to accept Bitcoin as legal tender, then there's been a whole lot of those top crypto entrepreneurs cruising down there. I saw that, uh, um, uh, well, I saw Peter McCormick was there meeting with the president of El Salvador. I saw uh, Rock Fierce. Rock Fierce is down there as well. He's rocking hard. But yeah, so more and more people, you're going to see more and more entrepreneurs going down there and helping them set up the ecosystem as, as El Salvador becomes a crypto-savvy country. Also south of the border, a Latin American telecom company, Gold Connect, is going to allow customers to process their transactions through BitPay, which means you'll be able to pay in Bitcoin, Ether, and other digital assets. You know, every week we see more stories like this, and they just keep coming, and they're not stopping. And on their own, none of them are you know groundbreaking and earth-shattering, but as a collective, I think we're seeing a pattern here. We're definitely seeing a pattern, folks. I mean, more and more countries. I, and I think that with El Salvador coming on strong, I think a lot of these other Latin American countries are going to start going, wait a second, whoa. Because a lot of these countries make so much of their GDP in remittance fees. And they know they better figure something out because if if people start you know, sending on their own through crypto and uh, they're going to have to find different revenue streams. And so... I think it's a great idea for them to start mining their own Bitcoin and having a stake into some of this because, you know, those I think El Salvador, El Salvador said they had like, what, 25, 30 percent of their GDP is from remittances coming back from people who have left the country and, and sending money back to their family. And like those remittance fees are just ridiculous. So more and more technology is going to pop up throughout the world and the land. Meanwhile, in Asia, there is mounting regulatory pressure taking place. And so some of the big um, exchanges over in South Korea, such as Upbit, are warning against specific digital assets that they're judging to be high risk for investors, even delisting some. So a bunch of coins that um, most of them I haven't heard of, and they're reviewing others. And so they are you know, facing threats from the government so they're making sure to keep their act clean mm. this picture here on coin telegraph makes south korea kind of look like a ball sack <laughs> wait let me look at this <laughs> yeah it just kind of yeah. looks like a ball sack there yeah i didn't realize yeah. that it's it is south korea yeah, I guess you're not wrong. Uh, as long as we're in Asia, let's talk about China. A lot of Bitcoin miners are leaving China and guess where they're going? Because Beijing is, you know, ordering them to shut down some of these operations. Guess where they're going? Well, Mayor Abbott there in Texas has just said Texas is open for crypto business, folks. Mm -hmm. And uh, so it looks like I'm curious, though, how. Are people just saying, all right, I'm tired of living here in China. I'm going to go move to Texas. 
like I thought it's pretty, you know, you know, communistic over there and they're not just freely able to move as they like, but maybe they're able just to say, Hey, I'm going to, I'm going to go move to Texas. Like there's a lot of people around the world who can't just say, Hey, I'm going to go move to Texas. Is, is, is Texas wide open for China? Are they just going to cruise through the wall with all their Bitcoin miners or what? Well, there's, there's only, you know, a wall they're building at the south, right? But there's no wall to the north. There's no wall between Texas and Louisiana or Oklahoma, you know. Um, you, you can pretty much get there. Yeah. I just think you need to put a whole wall all around Texas. They'd be like, <laughs> Well, if Texas ever decides to secede, then, um, you know, that might happen. The, might the, country, the country of Texas. So here's an article on Cointelegraph that says Ethereum's 1.5 billion options that are expiring on June 25th could be a big moment. They say this could be the bulls versus the bears moment. So keep an eye on that. Let's see what happens. Now, what happened was on March 26th, when they expired, Bitcoin's price, uh, Ether's price plunged 17% and bottomed out near 1500 So... Let's see what happens when they expire this time, Joel. Mm -hmm. Indeed, we're going to watch it. And as some exchanges are moving to delist coins that might be called eh, shit coins, there are some altcoins. Uh, maybe one of them would be classified as such. Maybe not. But two fan tokens, meme tokens, were listed on Coinbase Pro over the last few days. Shiba Inu, which I think would fall into the first category, and Chili's, which would be an alt token, jumped 33 and 26% just from listing on Coinbase Pro. So I'm wow. just going to say when wax. Yeah, I was going to say that same thing. It seems to me that if you're putting it on some of these tokens, come on, get wax on there. Like... William Quigley helped helped fund some of your shit, Coinbase, I believe. Like, and then he helped fund PayPal. Like, let's get wax on Coinbase, man. If you're adding all these other ridiculous coins, and I will say Sheeb is ridiculous, but Chili's has been doing pretty power, some big mm -hmm. stuff. But come on, get wax in there. It don't make no sense. Ain't mm -hmm. make no sense. And let's let's stay over there in Asia for just a moment because the Chinese University of Hong Kong and consensus are creating a COVID-19 digital passport. So, you know, as again, as we're talking about giving away freedoms and giving control to others, uh, did you ever imagine that in our lifetime we would see something like this, that under the guise of keeping people safe, that you would be required to show your papers? Right. It's like um, unhealthy until proven healthy. Yeah. Right. It's kind of a... It's kind of a weird thing. And, you know, what we what we've seen with the mask mandates over something that if you have it, you you know, depending on how many other illnesses you have, you got at least a ninety nine percent chance of recovery. You're going like, to die. This is not die. something that's killing 40 percent of the people that get that get it right. This is not like airborne AIDS. It's unbelievable how we willingly bowed down and accepted this bullshit, shut down the global economy for a year and a half almost over something that 99 point plus percent of people recover from. And then, then you factor in, you say, wait a second. Well, nobody died of the regular flu in the last few, in the last couple of years and or heart disease or pneumonia because they put all those into COVID. Next, we're going to have COVID 21 
that's going to be the next thing that pops up. It's going to be this next super fearful thing. And, you know, if you dive in and do the research on it, um, actually, John Stewart had a hilarious take on that uh, on the Colbert show uh, a couple nights ago, and it freaked out leftist Twitter. They were because basically John Stewart was like, wait a second, the uh, Wuhan acute respiratory lab in Wuhan and the, the disease is called what? The acute respiratory some of Wuhan? Like, what? Like, how is it How is it not created in Wuhan lab? Like, and he's like, oh, no, but a bat bit. <laughs> he goes, but then a bat bit a turkey, and he spit in my chili. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow, that's what Snowflakes. Happened. New Tom McDonald, you guys go check it out. All right, let's leave. um, I'd say let's leave China, but actually we're still stuck there because this next story is about a competitor to Airbnb that is blockchain powered. Well, I'm all for competition, but guess who's backing it? Binance. So we're Mm -hmm. still in China. Mm -hmm. We're still in China. and uh, But, uh, you know, it's called D-Travel. And it's going to launch on Ethereum and the Binance Smart Chain. Uh, I think it actually, it says June 16th. So today, I'm going to have to look up, see if I can find D-Travel. D-Travel. Yeah, and it's going to also be integrated on the Travela website, which looks like my name, kind of cute. Travela, la, 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 la. Here it is, dtravel.com, building a new world for home sharing. Dtravel is building the world's first sharing economy by the people, for the people. There is a TRVL token um, mm. that is governance rights in it, and I don't know how you get this token, but if Binance is touching it, I'm all over it uh, because they tend to know what they're doing. Mm. Mm-hmm. Dtravel.com. And no, I will not be making a D's nuts joke. That's good. I was hoping you wouldn't make a D's nuts joke. That's good. Well, yeah, I'm grown up now. I mean, the fans, they want us to be boring, right? Well, uh, even though we do the Nifty show twice a week and the Nifty news comes out a day before the bad news comes out. So hopefully you guys subscribe to the Nifty show. Uh, one piece of NFT news that just broke today is artist, actor, and environmentalist Pierce Brosnan is going to be premiering his Genesis NFT collection on legend.art, L-G-N-D.art. Uh, it's a cool-looking piece. And uh, one of the reasons I'm a big fan of legend.art as opposed to some of the other crypto art sites is, one, they accept fiat, but also wax. And it's created by our friend M. Blue, who I consider one of the um, the thought leaders of the wax crypto in NFT environment. And this is great. Yeah, Pierce Brosnan, that's a pretty big name to get on there to drop on, on uh, the new site, lgnd.art. And also, not only is he doing all these other projects, he also found time to be part of the Bitcoin collection this month, dropping on the 21st. This will be an M-Blue original with his ode to Bitcoin, and there'll be 21 pieces of that. There will also be a one of one that will go on an auction. And also, every night at, what, 2011, 2011 p.m. Eastern Time, there will be a drop, so you can go to nifty.deals forward slash elite, and it'll mm-hmm. take you right there, and you can snag those 
Those are all created by M Blue, so those are good. They are good, and you got more choices this month as well for all the ones that that you can collect. And the scarcity of them goes down with each day, and the price of them goes up, all leading up to the final art piece sale that comes out on the twenty first at twenty eleven. Get a little fancy there with the times this month, Trev. Usually we do them at noon, or you know. Uh, 1221 to be you know bitcoiny and all that but i like to stir things up and so, so is is the final piece going on sale that same weird time mm-hmm. same weird time mm. same weird time same weird like station consistent so people know exactly when it is but okay i like cool. to screw it up so people have no clue what we're going to do next okay <laughs> it's probably not a bad idea to keep it consistent but damn it i did it so that's it uh finally Joel one- joe's like i got a whim I got a whim. whim. I got a wild hair. And it's going, I do have wild hair, by the way. Travis can vouch for this. I have not had a haircut since October. I looked it up in my calendar because my hair is getting super long and super crazy and it's going to keep growing. I can't wait till I hear that that year milestone to see, you know, am I ponytail worthy now? Or just man? Are you going to rock a man bun? I don't think so. You're going to rock a fucking man bun? I don't know if I want to rock a man bun. I don't know. I'll probably. You're going to have the old man bun. We talk a lot about crypto and blockchain gaming on this show and on the Nifty Show. And there's a great summary article that just came out on publishox.com that you can check out. It talks about the leaders in the space, Mythical Games, that is the Blanco's Block Party, Animoca Brands that uh, we are advisors with, Gala Games, who we also are advisors with, Decentraland, and our friends at Splinterlands are all listed in here. Also, the Tap Project, which is a potential up-and-comer in the uh, the game space. You can see a link to this article as well as all of the articles in this episode on the show notes. It's a quick and easy uh, entry into your web browser to get there. Just go to badco.in forward slash 524. That's the episode number. It'll take you right there and you can see all the cool things. Mm, There you go. Mm. We appreciate you guys tuning in to the show to hear us talk about the things. And we have, we want to, Anything we got some reviews. Coming? Yeah, we got a couple of reviews here <clears throat> that came in. I guess uh, last week on the show, we went, read a review from somebody that gave us two stars. We, we joked. It's like, why not one star? As long as you're going to two, you may as well push it all the way. And uh, Derpy Derpus left us a review this week. The title was perfect. And he said, screw you, two-star review guy. <laughs> You guys have the perfect show. I love that you guys talk about random facts or political things once in a while. Don't ever change. Keep doing you. Thank you, Derpy Derpus. We yeah. uh, we appreciate that. That's really it's really high praise coming from somebody <laughs> with your stature of Derpy Derpus. That's um, I bow. I humbly bow. He's also, uh, not like oh, this is what Erica Bushwell. Wow, maybe uh, maybe it looks like a crypto chick. There's no other podcast like it. This podcast is beyond entertaining while also providing you with great advice. Joel and Travis are a great duo and uh, definitely provide you with more valuable information. If you are looking to learn more about crypto while also being entertained, this podcast is for you. Erica, this bud's for you. Thank you. Thanks, Erica, and thanks, Derpy Derpus. We appreciate the reviews. You guys can jump in anytime on any of the platforms of choice that let you write reviews. Be sure to subscribe. Tell a friend. Bring more people into the Republic of Bad Cryptopia as we are welcoming more people into the crypto space. We'll check you guys out, and you can check us out. We'll check each other out. It'll be mutual checkouts 
on the next episode. What are you jamming there to? You're like bobbing your head. He loves us. The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoins and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. That was a great little song there. <laughs> I, yeah, that, that rocked. Well, I, mean, I was thinking I did, that I didn't give Derpy Dervis enough love, and then I was like, maybe he needs a song. I did not realize that songwriting would come out of this episode that you would be so inspired by that review as to compose a musical masterpiece that's good well i've been feeling a little under the weather so that one right there just inspired me maybe we should write some more lyrics to it <laughs> thanks for listening to us you're not so sure bus <laughs> <laughs>